Hey, everybody, and welcome back. It's Nick, your co-host for this week's episode of Geekable Podcast with Rambling Rob. This is the geekiest show in this reality dedicated to hosting passionate people, discussing our excitement for comics old and new, what's hot in the industry, and of course, all things MCU, DCU. If you enjoy this show, please go hit that subscribe or follow button so you don't skip a beat. Now, Rob, lots of interesting stuff to talk about after kind of a lull week uh, last week. Um, really excited to dive into it. What, uh, yeah, what's going on? What are you excited to discuss? We, uh, we got some juicy things here. Absolutely. Well, even the fact that you said the reality yeah, we just yeah. saw about an hour ago, maybe an hour and a half ago, the Deadpool 3 teaser uh, that dropped. And... I got to say, because you know how I am about MCU fatigue. Yeah. I think it was done really well. It was a proper yeah. teaser, for one. It gave us very little. It showed. I loved that we saw the Time Variance Authority, there, which, yep. you know, I'm, it, it would tie into Loki and Deadpool. From those, for those of you who aren't, let's say, familiar for, with Deadpool in the comics, so he's more in tune with the TVA than Loki would be. They've kind of had to get involved in the him. comics. Yeah. Yeah, in the comics. Um, you know, it was cool to see him looking at that monitor, a couple of little little uh, right. uh screens. You know, we saw Captain America, I think Spider-Man was on another one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yep. It would be interesting to see who's the but you know what? It was a teaser, and I'll say dare I say it did get me excited, you know, yes. and I yes. didn't think I'd be excited anymore about MCU stuff. I, I really love to hear that positivity ring in your voice, and I, I it does for me too. I mean, look, the trailer opened up, and it was just sort of Deadpool with hair, which was weird. It looked like he was trying to have like some sort of normal life. Um, mm-hmm. I really loved that what you just brought up when the TVA comes. I was like, no way! Got out of my seat, was standing upright. I'm like, no way! TV, like here yeah. it is, like like it's here. And uh, so that was exciting. And also, I loved how. Deadpool is getting sort of like the rundown of everything that's happened in the MCU so far by the TVA with those monitors. I love that. So he's going to be all yeah. caught up to date. Look, I, I want to say it on Geekable because I don't see anyone else talking about it. Let me have the stage for one second. Wind the clocks back to She-Hulk. I forget which episode it was. And we got that teaser, that little Easter egg of Wolverine when she was looking through articles online that said, man fights with metal claws in bar brawl. So that was really interesting to me because that screamed Wolverine. I, like, that was what everybody was talking about. Like, is this Wolverine confirmed in, in 616? Here's my freaking theory. The TVA is going to send Deadpool to the, you know, the our proper Marvel Cinematic Universe, which Kevin Feige named 616, which I absolutely hate why the hell he did that, but he did. So they're going to send him, yeah, right. So they're going to send him to our universe and I think Wolverine might already exist there. Will he find the variant of Wolverine in 616 to help with whatever sort of endeavor he needs to accomplish to help, like, save the world? Um, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, look, this, that, that, you know, that was in She-Hulk. I'm just trying to put two and two together. Well, I don't know, because I, think I don't know. It, it, makes, it makes sense because, you know, again, comics is where all this started. And Deadpool wasn't the first to break the fourth wall. She-Hulk was. She-Hulk has a history with the TVA. She-Hulk, like oh. I actually, um, I've I've started doing like a, a 365 days of comics. 
on my Instagram yeah. and yeah, I read I a couple that. of sensational She-Hulk issues and it's so, it's not even subtle. Like she turns yeah. to the thing and like, oh my God, now you're all up to date. I, what are you, you weren't even teased in the last panel. Very, very on the nose with it. And I think She-Hulk would, deserves that push because it offended men. So it got a, a bad rap. You know, it's like She-Hulk was the only character who could pull off truly that tongue-in-cheek vibe because it's She-Hulk. Daredevil is not quippy. He's not happy. He's a miserable, self-mutilating Catholic. Tony Stark's an alcoholic who isn't charming because, you know, you're a weapons monger. Spider-Man is quippy. Doctor Strange is not quippy. The only one who deserved to be quippy was She-Hulk. But I think that would be a very cool nod. And yeah, it would make sense to me. Now, speaking of kind of going back into the MCU, Josh Brolin said Thanos might return. Where else would he return but in Deadpool? Yeah, look, I mean, we know we're going to get a ton of different variants of people in Deadpool 3, or I guess we should call it the working title from now on, Deadpool and Wolverine. Um, I... I'm really excited to see that. I mean, Hugh Jackman says he's playing different versions of himself. So we'll see different arrays from the multiverse of Wolverine, um, which is exciting. So it would stand that, you know, I saw that 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 uh, that news update as well, that Josh Brolin says maybe Thanos will return. But you know what? That didn't carry a lot of weight with me, Rob, because no, it didn't, every, people reason... always say stuff like, I don't know, I, you know, like. I just, you know, like, again, going back to the roots, Deadpool does have this weird love rival thing with Thanos because yeah. death is attracted to Deadpool, but always kind of gives Thanos the cold shoulder. So yes, if yes. he was to return yeah. anyway, that would make sense. And while on the topic of Deadpool, Nick, let me let me throw let me throw this at you. I sent you the article about Mr. Rob Liefeld retiring from Deadpool. Now, before I I, I ask your take on it, let me push this your way. So he's one more story coming out in the summer. But Rob Liefeld didn't really give us the Deadpool we have no. today. He designed him. He made him, like, you know, fast talking. But it was Joe Kelly who built the foundation of the Deadpool we have. So I don't really care. Not, not to disrespect Rob making the character. He gave us an iconic design that, you know, obviously it stood the test of time. And a character that's still very popular today. Well, it's so, more popular than he ever was. But it held no weight to me that he's retiring. From the, if Dan Slott told me, he said, well, not me. If Dan Slott told me anything, I'd be excited. But if he said, I'm retiring from Spider-Man, that would be, oh, oh, my God. But Rob Liefeld just gave us Deadpool, who was supposed to be a one-off villain anyway. Yeah. And then... Uh, Oh, let, let me just, you made it easy for me. Rob Liefeld didn't contribute really anything to the character. Okay, he he really didn't. He gave us, what was it, Circle Chase? He he gave us that. That was like a, that was a little bit of of Deadpool as Did we he, know him I today. I don't think he wrote Circle Chase. Did he I do the art on it? In the ch- in the oh, was it Nisiza? Was it, was was it really? Quick, yeah, fact, fact, fact check me for that. If that's If that's the case, then you made this really easy for me. I don't like how that guy just talks about how much he made this character. It's like the one thing he freaking clings to. Um, no, Fabian Nicieza. N- 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 he, he wrote Circle Chase. I, yeah, Nicieza, I think. Yeah. He wrote Circle Chase. Penciler was Joe Maduri. Maduri I'm terrible with names. 
That's and fine. That's fine. Follow up so, one was Mark Wade and yeah. Ian Churchill. So basically, so, I mean, all Lightfield did was you make know. him. He just made him and and made him sort of like a death stroke, which he kind of admitted to doing. Look, that guy just basks in the glory of what he of that little contribution that he made of just like creating that character. And it, you're right, it was Joe Kelly that came over and really took it over. Look at the Deadpool trailer that just came out. Everything about that character didn't come from Rob Liefeld. The only thing that did was the suit. So whenever people are, you know, I, look, I don't really, I'm not a huge fan of the guy, Rob Liefeld. I'm really not. So, you know, when he's tweeting right now about like the Deadpool trailer and like, you know, this and that, it's like, dude, you look, you made the character, but like, it's also just like how most patents start. Most patents start with an idea. And then when that patent becomes open or it's sold, people make, take that idea and make it 10 times better. That's and, and it's that's basically too. a new product. Then it's basically a new product. I'm using that same model of comparison to draw a correlation between, you know, Rob Liefeld creating Deadpool and what he is today. I don't know. Am I being too hard on the subject? I don't know. But that's just my that's my take. I on mean, it. really, I, I know. I don't. I don't think you are because I mean, the first run of a character might not be like even you think it. Mm-hmm. Deadpool didn't hit the ground running and going into an ongoing series. And I've said this a few times before. He had his initial appearance. Then he didn't appear to like X-Force 2. Then he was gone again. He did a backup in Avengers. He was, he was beaten by Jack Monroe, fucking Nomad, in his series. And then in 97, he got his ongoing. And had not, like, Lifefield had nothing to do with Deadpool between, I'm pretty sure... Because it was Fabian who was right next for us at the time. Yeah, it was. Wasn't so it? I, yeah, it was, I think. Yeah, it was. Um, and not to knock the guy, like, without him, we wouldn't have had Deadpool. But to tell me you're retiring from him when you haven't really given much to his personality okay. and who he is as a character. So I, I might have steered away from your, your original point because that is how you phrased the question. I think I just kind of got too much with it. But but yes, that, look, I agree. It's not like huge newsworthy news that like he's left. The the only news that we're talking about is is it valid or not that the guy freaking you know put put it out there that he's retired. It's like, okay, all right. And the sky's blue and you really haven't been valid for freaking what, 15, 20, 30 years? Hey, I, like, hey I, he gave us know. the groundbreaking major X four or five years. Oh ago. my so god! You... How could I forget? I spent my hard-earned money on that, that series, and it was it should have won an Eisner. It should have won an Eisner. It, it really, it should. No, no, that that series was horrible. Look, just I I I I hear what you're saying. I want to digress from that for a moment. I just want to go back to the Deadpool trailer for Hot Sack. We didn't see Wolverine in it at all. We saw him at the end for like a blink. And we saw him in his uh, in his white tux in a casino that looked like maybe it was oh, Mad Rapport, a patch. Yeah, yeah, his patch. Um, were you hoping to see more more Wolverine in this trailer? Were you hoping it for it to be fifty no. fifty, or are you kind of happy that it was just Deadpool kind of taking the wheel for this one? No, I mean, well, because yeah, I, like the thing with Dead Wolverine can fit in anywhere because you have like he's wiping his memories or you could go the winter soldier route where he was erased but i want to figure out how deadpool can just be thrown in here and like you said possibly the forerunner which i've been thinking about that since last week and jesus i hope that's not the case because while i did enjoy the teaser trailer there was so much mention of Disney. Disney's not ready for this. The MC. It's like, I really hope that's not every two minutes because it's insulting to the audience. We get it. 
We've seen the other ones. We know you're here. Don't keep reminding. But who knows what's even going to um, show in the final product of it? You right. know who, mean, knows, who knows what it'll be? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And and honestly, I mean, look, you keep calling it a teaser trailer and I'm not knocking you. I, I just want to take a second. This felt like a trailer a little bit. I mean, like we kind right. of got some sort of plot out of it. Like, you know, the TV but is like, wait, we now need are you. Trailers. That's the thing. Teasers are now trailers. If you go back 10 yeah, years ago, right. a teaser is like you're kind of right. the font. It would say Wolverine and Deadpool, schnicked. That's the noise you would hear. That is what a teaser used to be. But now, because people have to be fed everything before they're going to decide I'm going to go see a movie, you show me a teaser like that, I'm like, I'm in. Now, I've seen that trailer. I am not going to watch any more trailers unless I okay. do so for the show. Okay. You're one of those. I'm yep. in. I totally respect it. Yeah, because I mean, look. I, I Less is more. Yeah. You know, like, you want to be surprised. So, less is more. I, I mean, look, I don't see any reality in which this movie doesn't reach over a billion dollars and be the, the highest rated R-rated movie of all time. I don't see any 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 reason why that's not going to happen. It's it's this is going to be huge. An MCU movie with Deadpool, with Wolverine. It's it's like a it's like a formula that's just going to create money. It it really well, is. And, they, and and I can see them doing an R-rated version and the PG-13 version cuz they did that for Deadpool 2. Didn't they? they yes, they versions. did. Good memory. They did. They did do that. I that's a really freaking good point. I honestly don't really love that, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I don't know. Overall, just to, to, I'm sure we'll go back to it in the episode because there's so much to unpack. I would give that teaser like a 10 out of 10. That was awesome. I was smiling the whole time. I was laughing. I was just excited, like laughing excited. Like, wow, I can't believe this is here. And it's coming out in July. That's not far away, dude. That's like, what, five months? It's crazy. No. That's, that's, no, that's I awesome. No, you know what? I, I, would, I would say... I'm not big on the number rating, but I would like of, of anything really. But what I would say is, it did its job. Yeah, it did mean, its job. I'm like, yes. I want to see more. And I'll I love see that. What comes out in the movie theater. And you're a top now, sell. I'm, you're you're. I'm an easier sell than you, dude. For MCU stuff. Crank, so the fact I'm that a, you're saying that. I'm a that. cranky old man. You know. <laughs> so yeah, the fact that I'm in. Um, and actually, I'm even going to bring up a crazy thing. Um, the DCEU. Um, yeah, I'm a right. fan of James Gunn. And, yes, you know, I've always kind of been keeping an eye, like, you know, checking out yeah, articles yeah. here and there about what he's going to bring from the skeleton of the past one. Yes. And he seems Blue Beetle might be in the new one. So, which I kind of, that's a character I wouldn't mind seeing. I like the costume yeah. and the villains and stuff. So, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, look, Blue Beetle, James Gunn. <laughs> It was tough because the red carpet premiere, James Gunn and Peter Safran were there and he came out on Instagram and said, I, this movie's going to be, because the biggest thing was that it had just happened that everyone was like, yep, James Gunn, new universe. None of these movies are going to matter. And then James Gunn re like, was like, shit, like no one's probably going to see Blue Beetle if they don't think it matters. He came on on the red carpet premiere and said, like, I can't wait for the future of this character. He will he will matter in the DCEU going forward. Can't wait. So we knew he was going to be seen more. Um, and I honestly I saw the movie. I didn't love it. I really didn't. But I didn't hate it. And I loved the character. I just didn't love the movie. I don't know if that makes sense. I love the character in the movie. I didn't love the movie. I, I think of course, you know, so of course I, that of course that makes sense. Like I love Ultron. Yeah. I hated Ultron in Age of Ultron. 
Well, that yeah, I'm going one step I, further though. I liked Blue Beetle. I just didn't like the movie. Like I was like, I I can get behind this character. Oh, I just I don't liked, love the movie. Like you like Blue yeah. Beetle in the movie, but I don't like Correct. your movie. Gotcha. Correct. Correct. So yeah, look, but throw him in there. James Gunn is a man with a plan, and he came right out and said, and I, people were offended by this. I wasn't as a Marvel MCU fanboy. He was like, look. I'm doing what Marvel's doing. We're building towards something, but I am way more organized from the start to where I want to take this. And so, look, he's a man with a plan. I think he'll find. How, how dare he? How dare he say a question that I am prepared for my vision and my story? Oh, my God. Yeah. Time to yeah. hit a message board. Fucking people and getting pissed off about just a sentence. <laughs> how can you get. Hey, well, man, well, it's, how you it's, do for your exam? I'm prepared. Well, you he's prick. saying he's prepared, but he was he was he was making a, a comparison to Marvel. It's not like he was just saying yeah. I'm prepared. He was he was saying like I'm more prepared than Marvel was. And, and that's fine because Marvel has like like Marvel need to, and especially the MCU fans. It is the most successful banner franchise movie. It's nothing like this has ever been done no. before. So no. let people say whatever they want. And actually, it's hilarious. Martin Scorsese, who's shit talking, you know, comedy. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The guy's getting a comic book adaption of his life. Oh, I didn't know that. Or his that's career. <laughs> that's really interesting. I yeah, yeah that's but, that's uh, that's interesting. Um, one more thing yes. about the movies, and then I want to start yeah, talking ahead. comics. Pedro Pascal apparently is going to be Mister Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, this 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 came out a little bit ago. Um, I'm not. I, I'm honestly. I'm. I'm honestly okay with it. I. I don't. I don't like this. Like the idea at all. Um, I just was a huge John Krasinski fan, and I. I. I was like really. I was like person number one behind the whole. Like I really want him to be in the MCU, and then we got him in Multiverse of Madness and Doctor Strange too. And I was like, oh, awesome, he's here. And then you know, it's it's just been written up and down Let that he's me- not going to come back. So but let me I like ask this. you ask I, you I like Pedro. Well, to be at the end of the day, I think as long as they're good actors, you know, like people were going mental that oh Johnny Storm might be Michael B. Jordan. And like this is the thing that drives me insane is that Johnny Storm, it's a mindset, it's a character. He's not defined by his skin color, and none of these characters really are. So for people who go in like, no, uh, you know, Chris, uh, Mr. Fantastic, Rich, Reed Richards, he's not, he's not Hispanic. So why, why, but why can't he be Hispanic? Reed is defined by his, his, like, his work ethic, his brain, the fact that, oh my God, I have to focus on this and I'm alienating my family and my wife because I'm so focused on this formula. Nothing to do with skin color, nothing to do with heritage. So why do people get that right. bothered about it? I don't people understand. People do, I I don't either, and man. I, I it's almost, it's like, almost, it's, why can't you enjoy the ride? I know. Like, just enjoy I know, the ride. I agree. Pedro Pascal's a great actor. I, I honestly, I'm, I honestly, I don't even, I don't even want to talk about this any further. To be totally honest with you, I think it's going to be great. I love Pedro Pascal. I'm, I'm good with him being Reed, Reed Richards. It's all check marks for me, honestly. It really mm-hmm. is, and that's a big character. So I'm excited for it. I really mm-hmm. am. Yeah. Um. Another. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, um, just to try and bust in here, not very um, smoothly, about comic books. And yeah. How do you feel about this 
trend of number ones, let's say, selling out or certain issues selling out, um, is it a case you think it's overwhelming popularity and interest in it, or it's because you have these people who think, oh, this is going to be adapted, this is going to make money? Because oh, Batman oh. 142, mm-hmm. the yeah, Joker right year here. one, which as as now, first off, as a Joker fan, the fact we're getting a year one to me means you're neutering the character. The appeal so, to me of the Joker is the sheer insanity of you don't know where he's coming from. I don't want to know where he's coming from. I don't know wh- I want to know why he is the way he is. Yeah. I don't want a definitive origin because it's that, what are you talking about? What happened to you? And you can't believe what he says. He's just chaos. So you know? I agree with you. Look, look, if there's anyone who's going to do this right, though, it's amazing, too. Every issue, Batman 142, which came out this past uh, week, this week is Batman 143. The next week is 144, which I love. I, that's awesome. You don't have oh, to wait. Weekly? Weekly for, for Batman, which is monthly. They they were just like, boom, boom, boom. We're not waiting. We're, even, we're just going to feed you. Um, look, Chip Zdarsky is unbelievable, right? Just just. If I was to hire, if I was to put a contract in front of one writer for like 15 years, like like what Dan Slott got at Marvel recently, it would be it would be Chip Zdarsky because he's so careful and delicate with the characters and the legacy and everything behind it that if someone's going to pull off like a year one and basically give everything you just said, which is a dangerous way to go, but ballsy. And let's see how it turns out. Oh, it's ballsy. That's the look. It's this ballsy. could be I'm not awesome. And Batman 142 was, it's been praised already by fans. It's been praised already by critics. And it's, it is so good. This, it is, look, two more issues to go. We'll see. A lot can happen. But my God, it was so good. And it was just so good. It was so good. Wait, it's only, it's only a three issue thing? Batman, the Joker year one is, is like a three issue bang, bang, bang. But it ties into like everything. Yeah, dude, it's. That's amazing. Oh, if you if you love the Joker like you said you you do, um, definitely dollar bin it and maybe just keep it. I know I know how you are, but I don't know, might be might be worth it. But look, if if you're gonna, <laughs> I know if, if, how you are. You're cheap. <laughs> no, no, I mean like you're not a big DC guy. Like you know what I mean. Yeah, so no, I'm not. look, if 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 you're gonna, I don't. Know, it, it I love it so far. We'll see. Hey, stay tuned on Geekable. I'm, I'll tell you all. I'll tell you all about it. I'll keep it spoiler free. Um, but no, please yeah, man, do. I, I'm excited. That, that, like that and see this is the thing three issues you can tell an amazing story in three issues you can tell an amazing story in one issue like look at thanos quest like that was two issues now two big ones um contest of champions was three issues not everything needs to be this massive huge issue tie-in like we um i think the other day maybe friday even we got a screen and we got a teaser of the amount of tie-ins to Bloodlines. Yeah. And yep. I did a quick count with the mini series, the one shots, the tie-in series, and the regular ongoings it's gonna tie in with. You're looking at 22 to 23 titles. For Blood Hunt. That's now that's that's titles. That's not issues. So it'll be you more said it was right. Yeah. Right. Right. Because right. you said yep. it's a quick event, it's over in July. So let's say the mini series might be two to three issues each, plus the one shots. And yep. I think that's a good way to do it. Like, as much as do you remember Monsters Unleashed? 
from however many years yep. ago. Yeah, Not the greatest event, but I loved no, the way event. it was released. It yep. was a five issue mini, eight one shots done. Perfect. Done. Absolutely I, um, perfect. I mean, look, I, look. If we're gonna guess about a few of them, Doctor Strange is written by Jed McKay. That's a given. Moon Knight is Moon written Knight. by Jed McKay. That's a given. Jed McKay loves Maybe. his little one shots, little things like that. Maybe a mini, but I don't think so. So I would, I would say we'll mark in a one shot from Jed McKay. Sure. Um, I think the, we're gonna get Blade without a doubt. Blade without a doubt, very good. Yeah, good call on that. Blade without a doubt. Avengers without a doubt, because that's Jed McKay. So let's okay. So let's go with maybe some not so obvious ones. I I'm gonna I'm gonna give my three picks for this. Okay, sure, the shroud. Sure. Yeah, lay it on me. The, the shroud. shroud I think would be a pretty. You know the guy. He's blind. He kind of he can go and disappear into the darkness. He's the cape. He yeah. appeared in Mark Wade's yeah, I know. Daredevil run. Um, yeah. I okay. would like to see Joe Garrison's Punisher. I would like to see him kind of, you know, in the darkness defending um, people Possible, from vampires. Possible, but unlikely. Yeah. And, but that's, you know, I'm trying to go look for ones maybe that yeah. will hold him. And I yeah. would like to see maybe a symbiote tie-in. I think I'd like to maybe see Toxin, you know, or something, or the Red Goblin. You know, a ghost, now, I hope Ghost Rider ties in. Oh, me too. Good point. Good point. I hope Ghost Rider ties in, and I, I really hope Thor ties in. Um, little known, like, little, you know, you and I are always about, like, events and crossovers that happened in the past. There's a, a crossover between Tomb of Dracula and Thor, where Thor fights Dracula. And I, I can't remember the issue numbers off the top of my head, but, like, Thor and Dracula have bad blood. And I would love to see that sort of revisited, because I love when Thor fights vampires and it happens it's only happened like two or three times maybe four but, but we like, don't even oh. know if dracula is going to be the bad guy in this now it would make sense because it could be Bill no no it, jason aaron's avengers dude when i covered this on 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 instagram i said that i was like dracula is not going to be the one behind this that's too predictable and they kind of said that in the like in the in the series they were like you know there's, there's a faction of vampires that's being led by someone and so we don't. It's 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 not it's not going to be Dracula. Just like a let's blitz the United States. I don't think it's going to be that. I don't know who it is. Oh my God, I think I know who it is. Crypt of Shadows. Yeah. We really got introduced to Strange's vampire yep. ghost brother, who is like, I've lost my mind. I'm stuck in this mirror. Oh wait, I'm out now. Let's go have some fun. Let's see. Let's see, dude. Anything's possible. I I I. Anything's possible. And and just going on that, Al Ewing wrote that. So yep. maybe, maybe, uh, I don't know what, I, off the top of my head, I don't know what else Al Ewing is writing besides Thor, but he's a king of tie-ins as well. So I'm sure he'll Venom. tie in his book. What is it? He's writing Venom. Oh, Venom. Venom. That's right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, Venom. Let's see. I, dude, I'd be hyped if Venom tied into this and was just taking Actually, off. I can't believe I said this earlier. Sorry, I didn't say this earlier. Super Bowl, we got the teaser trailer, right? Yeah. Uh, and Taylor Swift was no to be found so all those lads who boss dazzler and whatever i think marvel missed a perfect opportunity to do like a one shot or a dazzler three issue mini where like she's trying to date the nfl super pro <laughs> that would have trolled so many people yeah that that <laughs> might have that might done. be like too close to likeness so they might have to but like if it's sat if it's satirical it's on the table but Right. Yeah. Super, hey, come I, on, super Yeah. 
yeah. Anything, hey, anything is freaking possible as far as that goes. I, yeah, anything's possible. Um, kind of switching gears here. Something else I wanted to talk to you about really quick here. Um, is uh, you know, we saw it. I think it's worth having a, a discussion about. We had we saw Daredevil's Born Again costume for the show, and we also saw Bullseye's Born Again costume for the show, which we posted on Geekable. And your like got like 15 or 16 likes when you said this looks more like Paladin because it does. It doesn't like look, dude, how are you? Do you wish Bullseye and Born Again? You know, look, set photos kind of came out. We saw we see Bullseye very clearly fighting Daredevil. We see Daredevil in his in his like a very bright red suit, which I love. Um, thoughts thoughts on it, Rob. Give me give me your thoughts and then I'll I'll, I'll, I'll take the wheel. I want to I want to hear what you have to say first. I think that Bullseye should be introduced in Thunderbolts first. But uh, Daredevil comes I, out first. Daredevil comes out before. Okay. So, so right. what I would have liked to have seen then would be, let's say, that Bullseye is that, you know, like that this guy is lethal. You know, you might see him and then have him brought in as like the final boss. Yeah, where, like he's following. I mean, look, they've did it so well with the Netflix series. I don't know what more you can do with him. You made him, you know, maybe you could have made him the Colin Farrell variant, which I absolutely would sit through every episode of Daredevil to see Colin Farrell's uh, Bullseye come back. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, you, you the depiction was so good before. I don't know what I want from it. I know I don't want him made like I don't want to do them to do with him what they did to the abomination with She Hulk. I want oh, Bullseye that was so to be bad. Oh, completely so like Nah man, you're gonna get your wish. You're like, gonna get your wish. I want him like, oh my god, I love this guy, but I hate him. That's nah, you're gonna be chill. You're gonna you're well, gonna that's what you're gonna get. This is gonna be a darker like, show. It's gonna be TVMA. I, I mean so. or rated R. It's gonna be higher than TVMA, I think. So it, it's well, yeah. There's just so many more villains you can throw at Matt before you throw uh, Bullseye. Like, let's say, now, it's not 100% confirmed that Muse is going to be one. But when we were talking about Muse, it got, like, there's so many lower-tier villains. Like, remember Ikari, the, the guy from Mark Wade's one who was essentially I didn't Daredevil, read Mark Wade's all he, the way. Yeah. So this guy is basically Daredevil, but he can see. And he has Daredevil's powers. Okay. And, like, Matt did not know what to do. Do, yeah, and then kind of cool. he was he was his head was on the wall of Craven the Hunter's trophy room, and when Mark Wade was writing Captain America, you're like, what? <laughs> what happened yeah. to the guy? So I think they should make Deadpool not Deadpool for God's sake, Bullseye like a final boss. So the long yeah, I think that's yeah uh, yeah uh, yeah. I don't think he's gonna be final boss, but I I based off of just the the, the photos, I I'm happy. I'm happy. That's the one thing I've been waiting for you to say is some sort of emotion behind it. it. Sounds like you're not that thrilled to see it. it I mean, because, are you, you know, it's it's a commitment. It's like you said, it's 18 episodes. That's insane. So, but but, dude, they might break it up and say like, here's part one of you know season one. Here's part two. Here's Punisher. Now Muse is now Bullseye's done. We locked him up. Oh shoot, the Punisher's friggin' blowing up parts of Manhattan on a on a gang war. Oh crap. And then part three is like, okay, and, and Fisk is part of all three acts. Who knows how they're gonna do it, dude? But 18 
episodes. That's like a year of Daredevil. That's you know. No, you know Considering what? maybe it'll right. drop. I think I'm being. I think hmm. I'm. I think uh, you're I creating the problem before it's. It. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, agree. I am. You Let's, know what? I but the way I want to do it is this is the thing. I don't want to overthink it. I want to turn it on and enjoy it. Good. And see what way it goes. I love that. I love that. Let's 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 end that there. I'm excited. You're excited. Um, that sounds awesome. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, a lot of a lot of interesting stuff coming out. I really want to address one thing before we close shop or or we're about to. Um, look. The Suicide Squad Justice League game, what is it called? Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, we, uh, which is the unfortunately the last uh, the last ever time we'll hear uh, Kevin Conroy's voice for Batman in any form of anything. Um, and in the in the game, Batman dies. Harley Quinn shoots him in the head, and Batman dies, and that's the end of the character. And I guess the game has been getting a lot of bad press. People haven't really loved it. Um, now it looks like there's rumor that there's going to be a part two of the game called, uh, you know, Suicide Squad Save the Justice League instead of Kill the Justice League, where it looks like Brainiac made clones of all of the Justice League and these weren't really them that they had to kill. And so now they have to save them from like a captured Brainiac, which would lead them to, you know, part two of the game. Because the game was getting a lot of hate for killing off like Arkham Batman, because it happens in the Arkhamverse. Yeah, but see, this is the thing, man. This is the thing. It's the best way to do it because Kevin Conroy is dead. Sadly, he's dead. Right. People need to accept that. And by you cutting the chain, severing the tie to his fine, like his last iteration of Batman, it means someone else can take on the reins. That yeah. that legacy is done. Well, you know, Batman went out the way he would have wanted. He was fighting. That was it. Rest in peace, Kevin Conroy. Thank you for everything you gave us. The sound bites. Every time we picked up a comic, hearing it. Rest in peace. And they they killed him. They killed Kevin Conroy. No, no, no. They killed Batman to allow someone else to start their legacy. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate appreciate your hyper-realistic sort of outlook on it. I do. But it's also like... All right, like what's a character you really love? Like insert character name here. And like how it how Batman died in the game wasn't like some like huge going out, like big way. It was like mm-hmm. the suicide squad caught him and then like it's shock of, value. It's the game. Yeah, it's shock value. It was a yeah. shocking death. And it, it it reeked of like there, you know, this can't be real. And surely enough, it seems like it's not. So I don't know. I just found that interesting because people were up in arms about this video game that killed Batman and killed Kevin Conroy in such like a horrible way that that didn't really go hand in hand with what you're saying. Like, oh, my God, it's huge. Like Batman saves the Justice League by like, you know, sacrificing himself. It wasn't anything like that. It was just. But it does because I don't know. I just think kind of. You know, the guy, he has already passed. People have had the memoriam, and I think it's one just kind of thing to close the chapter on it. Yeah, I, like, no, I say what you're you know, saying. Yeah. And, no, 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 I, I get but, that. I like your I like your outlook on it. I, I honestly do because look, it's gonna it, nothing's forever here. And like, look, I, 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 it's an eye-opening conversation to have, Rob. But look, you know, you and I are picking up, you know, issues of friggin', you know, Spider-Man, and long when we are gone, my friend. Spider-Man is still going to be roughly the same age, carrying on yeah. the same adventures, carrying on the same yeah. sort of legacy. It look, 
like, you know, hopefully you and I have a lot more years ahead of us of reading. I, I hope to be a fan that reads until I'm friggin' I, I can't read anymore. Right. That's how old I hopefully get. But Spider-Man is going to be around forever. You get like and it's the same with Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy wasn't going to be around forever. This is the end of it. But like just give us new things and keep us entertained and keep us having fun. That's what it's about, dude. You know, like it's it's wild to think about. And I'm actually already just going through it as I age. I mean, I'm 26. You know, I'm still young and stuff. But, dude, I will tell you. I just kind of reading comics like Spider-Man is getting kind of close in age to me, right? Let's say in the, in the, in the comics in 616, he's what, 32, 33. I don't freaking know what 30, maybe older 34. Um, it's just interesting because I'm like aging as I read the comics. So it's like different. It's, it's looking at it differently and he's not going to move when I'm freaking 80. He's still going to be probably the same age doing the same things. It's really wild to think about. I don't know if you've had thoughts like mm. that before, but it's just like kind of like weird shower thoughts that are no, random that just, I'm like, wow. It's, it's funny like that you're saying that because what comic fans seem to hate is that their heroes getting older. Like mm -hmm. people are I used to complain about that. Spider-Man. Cuz Dan Slott Spider aged Spider-Man. Yeah, not to cut you off. Dan Slott aged Spider-Man a ton. And that's fine. But it's like but it annoyed us that people de-aged Shang-Chi. Right. But, you know, so then people are getting pissed. But right. it's like, you know, people are this the whole like, my God, devotion to Mary Jane and Spider-Man's married. People I were know. pissed that they were married. People are pissed that they're not married. Like life goes yeah. on. Like people get old. It's just like the world of comics. You know, you don't want to see spider elder man. Like they don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Who wants to read but that? No, it's exactly. a very interesting. You know? It's a very interesting you know, you're putting it into perspective, you know, right. like it's our hero's age and, but you don't want them to, because that's kind of, you know, God, we're getting pretty, just taking a turn towards frown yeah, it town. Did. It did. It did not <laughs> frown town. Just like, it's just interesting to think about, you know, like, not that I have a huge problem with it, but I, I don't know. It's just interesting to kind of think about is that, you know, they'll always be here. So, um, yeah. but I don't know, going back, I, I digress, going back to the video game stuff that I was just talking about. I didn't play suicide squad, kill the justice league. And I probably won't play Suicide Squad Save the Justice League if that turns out to be like a real thing. But um, just thought that was worth talking about because, God, it was like talk of the town for the past week and a half. Like, like all this stuff happened talk and legacies ruined. I love that. Talk it's just town. like, I, I don't know. I don't know. But it's also a thing, too. It's like if you're the Suicide Squad, you are villains. It's like the Thunderbolts, Luke Cage's iteration of the Thunderbolts, Crossbones had no redeeming bone in his body. He's like, I know I'm in here for life, but if I can get outside and kill people, awesome, because I'm never getting out of here. Yeah. So, like, if yeah. the Suicide Squad, if they're villains, they're villains. That was the biggest difference with, like, all these iterations of the Thunderbolts. And the, if somebody says Suicide Squad are, are the, the Thunderbolts are Marvel Suicide Squad, no, they're not. No, they are no, completely different. There, there's Marvel doesn't have a Suicide Squad now with the King and Black version of um, uh, Thunderbolts. It was Suicide so they like they were just dying left, right, and center. And maybe you could say Luke Cage's was, but they were just you know they were serving time. But Cage picked them. He handpicked right. them. It wasn't like that's you know, what you're I'm, saying. But, that's what you're saying. Yeah, you're talking about Luke Cage's iteration. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not. They're not right. Right. And especially not the first team. 
the first team are nowhere they are nothing like the suicide squad yeah yeah it's gone through so much so many changes which is kind of what makes the thunderbolts kind of fun but um yeah look i mean a lot of lot of bustle and news a lot of good stuff out there i'm i'm really excited and and just just going back to that really quick dude i'm watching the thunderbolts news like a hawk for that movie i'm watching it like a hawk that movie that like look i'm excited for deadpool i'm really excited for it i'm i have like a, a one tier down of excitement which is still super high for the thunderbolts that movie needs to be good bro that movie really really needs to be good i i like seriously it needs to be you know what? I'm gonna because I know what we're we're coming to the end of the episode. I will give yeah. my what I want from a Thunderbolts movie next week. So make sure you tune in. All right, I like that. this cranky old bastard's opinion on what the Thunderbolts <laughs> movie should be. And with that said, everybody, I guess we will bring this episode to a close. Lots of stuff we covered here, guys. Uh, you know, Deadpool three trailers out. Please let us know your thoughts in the comments. What you what you loved, what you didn't. Are you excited? Are you not? Um, a lot of, lot of interesting stuff out. So thank you for being here for the ride. Please go follow Geekable Podcast on Instagram. Please follow Rambling Rob on Instagram. Please post a new content out all the time. And uh, if you can, please hit five stars or like, follow, subscribe, whatever the hell you can to our content. It really helps push us out there so we can bring you the best content possible. Tell us what you like. If you don't like anything, please, we're happy to, we want to hear about it. So uh, everybody, thank you. We will see you next week. And uh, with that, everybody, have a great rest of your week and see you next time, Rob.